Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And today what I'd like to discuss with you all is how will small business affect the property market? Just a disclaimer before I get into this topic that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So how will small business actually affect the property market? Will it have any effect? Or will it have a positive effect or a negative effect? It's some things that we need to look at in terms of our economic growth. And in small business is a major employer of Australians around the country. There is something like 2 million small businesses that operate. Uh, a lot of them have got employees. Um, a lot of them are, are sole trader setups or individual setups. So there is a big impact that it does have on each and every one of us and, and the families of those individuals as well that are involved. So we really need to keep a close eye on really what's happening in the marketplace. Now, there's a lot of government incentives that are in place. I think it's up to $30,000 that you can tax deduct now. So obviously, the governments are or both parties are looking to assist small business in the best way they can to keep that part of the economy moving forward. So I actually wanted to speak about a little bit of a session I had today on a networking event where we had a speaker speak, um, talking about the accountancy side of things and some of the issues with small business right now that she's actually seeing come through in uh, regards to issues in that marketplace. So I just want to highlight some of the conversation that I had and with this particular accountant after the session, as well as some of the information she talked about in her speech as well. So the first point I'd like to make is what she was saying that two out of three small businesses are struggling. And that's information that's coming from the ATO. Now, that's not something that she is talking about within the clients that she's working with. And so it's really important to see that there is a lot of struggle out there for small businesses. And you're going to think about where the small businesses are, uh, you know, for services like a buyer's agency, um, like some real estate agents in terms of property. There's obviously other people that do property service where it might be a pest and building company um, or like a depreciation company. Or there's other things like cafes and restaurants, uh, other services that we we do in terms of coaching. Uh, that's a, been a big one in terms of the growth in in employment in that particular sector, sector because people are looking to be life coaches or business coaches and look to help other people to have that flexibility in their life. But we've got to look at the situation that them as a small business, are they going to be able to sustain their growth, their wealth creation for their business, for themselves, for their families. And what we do see in small business that there is a high percentage of small businesses that actually do fail. And those words from that were said today from this accountant on the back of what comments come through from the ATO, the Australian Tax Office, that two out of three businesses are struggling is something that we do need to be aware of and do need to think that there's you know currently some really big issues in some of our economic sectors. So something to note for yourself and to actually you know look at in everyday life and living. Are you seeing cafes close down? Are you seeing restaurants change hands? Are you seeing 
you know, real estate agents lose their jobs? Uh, are you seeing real estate offices closed down? And I'm just talking a little bit about the property sector at the moment because I'm involved in that space and we've seen decline in property markets in Sydney and Melbourne by about 10% during 2018. Probably see some further declines um, through 2019. I suspect that Sydney would probably reduce by around about a further 10% and Melbourne might even do a little bit worse because we're seeing more listings come on the marketplace and you know what kind of flow and effect does that have to some of the small business in the property market real estate agents are seeing less transactions because there's less listings as well as less buyers um, melbourne's probably seeing a little bit of an uptick in in the amount of properties for sale but there's definitely a lot less buyers so we've really got to have a close eye on this data and this information that we're sharing and you know, I guess on some on the ground truths of what you know exact information and you know BAS statements get done in a quarterly uh, setup and small businesses have to register. So that is really up to date information to really get a sense of where some of these small and medium business owners are seeing their business going in future. The second one with small business from the eyes of the accountant that spoke today was that. Businesses are not really fully aware of their liabilities. You know, they're really, I guess, passionate about what they do, whether they're um, organizing a product or service out to the marketplace, but are they really looking at their accounts? Have they got the best people in place in terms of bookkeepers or accountants that can really structure themselves, set themselves up, and make that ongoing accounts to be maintained in a, in a fantastic way that they are fully aware about where their numbers are at and they can pay their liabilities, which include things like their tax, their debts, super payments for staff and paying staff their incomes as well. So a lot has been left behind in terms of accounts. That might be a really good operator, but if they don't have their accounts in order, which we're seeing some of these businesses struggle with, then they might fall bankrupt they might end up getting um, notices from the ATO and they might find they have an immediate tax debt of a couple hundred thousand dollars all of a sudden and they didn't factor that in to their accounts and they dig their head in the sand and can't get out of it and uh, look for last ditch efforts to actually keep their company afloat but often it's uh, too little too late sometimes. So you've got to really look at the right people to do these things for you. And I just really want to re reflect about the idea of not only those people losing their businesses, but what effect does that have on their assets? Um, if they get, as a director, a notice to come up with the money and they've got personal assets that then get liquidated, um, what kind of effect does that then have on property markets surrounding that if there is multiple properties and there's small business owners doing similar things in different markets where they've fallen, fallen foul to these liabilities within the business and actually affects what actually happens in terms of their personal assets. And when the liquidators come in, they really come in in a strong way. They want to get the money recouped in a very quick rate. And when property markets are down in Sydney and Melbourne like they are, and there's a lack of buyers out there, you might find that these liquidation sales do struggle a lot and they will just try to sell them 
uh, with a small amount of margin in them and then be able to recoup as much money as well the money as it as much as possible in a very quick time so they can be very ruthless about this and what we're seeing is on the back of what the ATO um, it was a special mention from the accountant today is you know when times are a little bit tougher when the ATO actually puts their full force um, and they're getting harder about the conversations and the push back on small and medium business owners to actually come up with their tax bills, their BAS statements. Now, I don't know if that's a directive back from the government or it's a sense of there's more people actually coming out to fall foul of their debts um, to pay the ATO. So that's a big one for individuals to be aware of. Um, the big thing about it is, uh, sort of leads me to the next topic, is really get yourself prepared each and every month or each and every quarter and make sure that ongoing tax and liabilities is really set in a strong place and you have a really good team around you. Um, so onto the third point is around that businesses really need to have that 12 to 18 month tax plan in place. So it's something they can definitely work on with your accountant, your bookkeeper, and your team of people. And that might be some staff members or managers within the organization to really come up with a strategic plan of how things are going to work, where the revenue is going, where the, the debts and the tax are going, what kind of cash flow do you have within the business, and making sure everything is up to date and organized. All your regulations and licenses and everything's in place so that you're running a company that's going to be profitable and that's not going to fall foul to some of these debts that the stories that we heard about today where people are a couple hundred thousand in debt from the ATO, then all of a sudden they in crisis mode. Often the accountants can put themselves, if they've catch it early enough, in place to uh, rescue that company from those debts and put them in a place where they're on payment plans with the ATO or other measures. But really the importance of it was for small medium business owners to be aware of, to have that strong communication and make sure that they're filling out the, the BAS statements and other communication with the ATO so that they're aware. So it's compliance and communication that is really two key points that the ATO are requiring. If you fulfill them and you've got some bad debts, well, you might be able to get on a payment plan. So really important factor to note when it comes to a small and medium business um, and how that kind of is likely or possibly going to affect our property markets with maybe some liquidation sales, maybe some struggles or reduced employment of in small business and medium business. And as our property market struggle in Sydney and Melbourne, what kind of that effect is that going to have on liquidated sales and on um, people's ability to have income from employment to actually maintain their mortgages? So interesting ones to talk about, and that's really why it's important to get out there in the marketplace, hear from other people like accountants, um, network with other people to get a sense of what's happening on the ground. So not only as a property investor to go in and see what's going on with property, but what's going on with the economy. And yes, you can hear some of that information on mainstream media, uh, might be on certain data points, but you know, speaking to the people who speak to business owners on a daily basis can give you a lot more clarity on what's really happening out in the market. Hopefully that helps you in thinking about 
small and medium business and the property market. If you'd like to talk about this subject or your own personal investing circumstances, please do give me a call on 0400-332-377. Thank you for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.